down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. The fuck this bitch saying? Yo, Dre. What up, Adflo? What up, Al? You need? Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars. We are back with the second half of season two, and who better to bring in the second half of season two to the hat trick? The first. Three-time guest. We're in a real hip-hop mood. Yo, I'm We're first three-time, bro? First three-time guest. The hat-trick. We've got this this happened spontaneously. Spontaneously. We've had a couple no of two-time. couple of two-time, but the first hat-trick. This man is a... Oh, man. He's got a lot of slashes, so I'm going to go through a few of the slashes. He is a manager. If you need your business in check... When it comes to this music industry, he is a man I highly recommend. Let me just four. don't let the don't let the the skull cap. If I had my if I had my gel, if I had my gel right now, and then I just you know it it came from work. It came from work. You see the collar. You see the button down. He's the hardest working man in show business. Not only is he a manager, he is a podcaster extraordinaire. Partners. With your boy Mars on the unnamed comic book podcast, available now, the number one podcast for comic books, all on your interweb. So please check that out. Check that out. Check that bro, out. Bro, 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 let me ask you are we still taking like suggestions from people or are we just going with unnamed comic book podcast? Yeah, I mean, right now, but hey, let's still evolve. Let us know, Denmates, because we know you Denmates check out everything on the channel. Let us know. We're, you know we're I mean? open. We're if you open. think you've got a better name, I mean, come with it. Yeah, it's it's been unnamed because we haven't come up with a better name because we give our creative juices to you. We have no more juices for names. So no, no have, juices for names. No juices for name. But if you have name juices, we're thirsty for those juices. So please, that... Now, somebody's going to take that out, and that's going to be on TikTok. Somebody's going to use that to get off. Please, dude, I'm sampling it. In my next song, bro. Honestly, <laughs> next time I'm something about it's going to be about juices, about juices, about it's, juices, pawn juices, bro. It's definitely going to be juices. Uh, I sample in my head as I say. But uh, for all of the friends of the den, I'm so proud. This man, number one, is in his name. The thing he does better than anything. The thing he does, one of the top MCs, and this is from the heart, in the game. If you don't know him, what? he's my buddy. He's what? my friend. John E. Raps. Welcome back to the den, brother. How are you doing today, man? What's up, bro? It's very humbling to be called top MC, honestly, man. Ooh, that's, man. That's it's not, it's not a lot of MCs really doing it, bro. It's not a lot of MCs. It's a lot of <clears throat> tricks, and it's a lot of trades and there's a lot of, of music and beats and there's a lot of trickery going on but when it comes pound for pound putting bars together man i respect the hell out of what you do man you inspire me in many ways so i, I salute you 
And I'm glad, glad to have you back, man, because we're going to talk about some hip hop today. We're going to talk about this is freestyle. There's no script. This is raw off the heart. Y'all getting a raw, raw episode. So I'm so happy. This is spur of the moment. I'm so happy to bring in my boy. He yeah, we was gonna we was gonna record a new episode. We were supposed to record a new episode on the comic book show. Facts. No. Facts. And I was just like, bro, I'm I'm not in that zone. I'm like, right now, I'm fully in the music zone, and I don't think you will get you know my best unnamed comic book comic book them. You know what I mean? Virgin. And because of the flexibility when you're dealing with the former bearded weirdo, in case you guys know, no, this is not Carl Winslow. You're probably like, damn, Mars got replaced by Carl Winslow. Where's Steve Burkle? Is that, is that guy like, did, did, did Steve work? Like, you know. This is this is for role, guys. This is a good, as you know, your boy Mars, he, he has a lot of slashes as well. So I'm working on something very special for you guys. So trust me, the beard will be back. I'm not arresting anybody. I'm not officer friendly. Don't you know? Don't worry about. Don't worry about that. I just show me your goddamn license and registration. But anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into it, man. You just dropped some. Let's educate the people. Let's educate the people. You just right. dropped something. You dropped. What are we educating? What are we educating? Sorry, I got hung up because I was embarrassed about my 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 Steve Urkel reference. No, but everybody knows who Steve Urkel and Fat Steve Urkel, Purple Urkel. Send us some. You know we are we're proprietors here, um, so please, Purple Ur- Urkel, Urple, some whatever. You have your own strain. Send us some. Holler. Maybe we have you on the show, Steve. Well, I'm like I'm like the white Steve Urkel. You know what I mean? I've been told that. Did I? Now you're more Stefan, man. You're a little bit cooler than Steve, man. Yeah, I, right. but I was just about to make a, like a bad joke about it, like a be being her cool with Vitiligo or something. But that's a pretty good joke. That's a, that's a, <laughs> those are that's a solid seven. That's a solid seven. That's a pretty good joke. That's a pre- pretty good joke. Where's my glasses? I don't have my glasses right now, so you me, can't. Me. I'm more Steph. That's why I'm more Stefan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and the same here. I'm going, okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, there we go. Marzalicious. I'm back. I'm back, my man. So tell me, man, let's educate the people. You you're in the hip hop mode, man. You're yes, in the yes, yes. Mode and, <laughs> yes. And and when I say hip hop, this is probably my favorite work um from you and I've listened to the whole catalog, but it's really just raw hip-hop it gives me a very uh golden age golden era for those it gives me a vibe when it's all about lyrics bars rawness um i I could do a whole review on the album i've listened to it but let's talk about tell the people what you want to talk about today well you know honestly i have some personal things to say um i would like to you know first of all just talk about the new releases that we've, you know, had going on and stuff. If you want to ask me about that, and and then we can just kind of like maybe dive divulge into the personal tip because let's do it. I mean, I feel like I need to build up to that, but like, bro, like, let's do it. So know, this, the music is all part of it, right? It's all about the music. It's at this all point, about when you're at, at this point when you're this deep in the music, it is just all about the music. 
of all the compasses. You are this deep in when when the beat is in your blood. In the soul, heartbeat. I'm giving the full Amarion. Dude, you get in the varicose veins, then, because you just can't can't even hold it in. That's what I'm saying. So tell me about this project because I, I felt like I was in the in the background seeing it formulated. What right what, what project are we talking about? We're talking about the education project, education rap supergroup led by my man Johnny Raps. Who else is in the group? Tell 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 everybody how the group. First, tell the people who's in the group, and tell the people how the group came about. And then tell us about this uh, album you just dropped. Well, really, like, really, I think, um, you know, education, you could think about it as like a super group project, I guess. But it's not, it's not really that. Like, I, I feel like, you know, we're still defining things and stuff. It's an EP. We got six tracks. Right. But I feel like from, like, we did... We recorded this shit in two sessions, bro. I was there. Like, every well, not shit physically was, there, but I was I was corresponding with you on the phone. Yeah, dude, I was there. like, I was like, yo, dude, rack, like here, listen to this, and you were like, wow, you know what I mean? Like you heard, you even heard like the raw edits. I heard the raw <laughs> before it was mixed, before it was mastered, anything, and I was like, the thing, this here's going. the secret thing. I don't know if I ever told you about this. I think I told you about this on the show last time, maybe, but how, when Rob mixes a song, he puts it on this, like, it automatically uploads to a private SoundCloud, and then every time he mixes it after that, it automatically updates the SoundCloud to the new mix. It's fucking amazing. So, like... He'd probably be pissed off if he knew this, but like a lot of my friends, when we, you know, when I first get the link to these mixes, I, I'll be like excited about it and send it to like my closest friends, people like you and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and then I'm like, but yo, like go back and li go listen to it again in like a week and a half from now, and it's going to be different because. I guarantee Rob's on there playing with it and stuff, you know, because he's a true engineer. Like right. that, that like he is the ultimate engineer. He is a brilliant producer, a brilliant fucking music maker, bro. But like, dude, as far as I'm concerned, this dude knows how to use a fucking computer to make any sound he wants. Like. I've never seen anything like it, man. The way he mixes a song and mixes my voice. It's it's just so intuitive to him. It's so intuitive to him. Where if you pay the studio time, bro, like with him, like if he loves you as an artist, he might be crafting a beat around you right there. During your studio time and mixing it, and he's doing everything like he's just like like you. He's trying to support um, artists like me who who nobody would give a fuck about otherwise. 
Yeah, they're not like not 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 to like hate like you no you interview some some prominent people actually you know what I mean, but I'm just saying we're all grassroots folks. Yeah, man, we're all community. That makes sense. Yeah, we're all on dude like real recognized real. It's an old hip hop uh, saying, but it's very very true. And when you see real talent, real artists. Um, that are, that really had the passion. It's kind of like the Kobe thing. You want to do everything in your power to make sure that succeeds because we need the ecosystem needs it. it it's what's good for the environment. It's what's good for uh, the people overall. So yeah, man. Shout out to all the uh, dope artists out there at all levels that's real and doing the the real thing for the music. So tell yeah, us more yeah. about Rob and and. You know, we've talked about him before on our prior episodes, available now on Down in the Den. But um, we've talked about, you know, how you guys met at a bar and you freestyled and you went to your house and, you know, he crashed. But he, he sounds like he's like a real wizard. Like, he's a wizard at this shit. Like, you're Timberland, uh, if, if you will, when it comes no, to... No, it was like this. It was like, we met at the bar. There's a whole fucking crazy story that I told you before about us meeting a ghost hunter and stuff. And he interrupted our conversation. Like this dude came in with a suit. I was as I was so depressed, dude. I just fucking like broke up with the person that I moved to Brooklyn with from Philly. I'd been in Philly for ten years. I'd been dating this chick for six years. We moved to Brooklyn together. We we got like you know like her parents were like semi rich. You know what I mean? And they put us up in a place in Bushwick. But it just became more of a bar. It was it was it was you know one of those things where it was like a devil in disguise, man. It was like actually like that situation was fitting to be our demise because right. it was just like her family was so central there, and it was just like they were all up in our grill the whole time, and they weren't cool. You know what I mean? Like, I have a very juxtaposed position right now with my partner because we are we moved closer to her family. And I was, like, totally cool with that because, like, her sisters are dope. They don't, you know, they're not intrusive. They're supportive of the relationship and stuff like that. Like, they just want her to be happy. And, you know, I've been in so many relationships where, like, you know, there's always like like a sister or a brother or somebody trying to shut that down. You know what I mean? It's a horrible feeling when you know you're trying to be with somebody and their own family is against you. It, it, it ends up being a, in my experience, it ends up being a situation that's very hard to overcome because you end up somebody has to <clears throat> cut off the family and then ultimately, you know, it, <clears throat> it, it's it's a bit much. It's hard to overcome. Yeah, man, bro. I mean, I'm not going to lie. In uh, the John Smith EP, which I know you heard. Um, and, and, and you know, there's some real extreme language in that Restless song. Um, I'm feeling restless. Fuck this shit. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I say that shit. I say that stuff about... Um, Tell your cunt mom, keep my name out of her mouth. You know? Um, which is probably probably the fucking... That's actually probably the worst thing I said on a record, to be honest. 
Yeah, no. As far as like words go, like that's probably like the harshest, you know, thing. Yeah, we're in twenty twenty two. I, I think that that's uh I mean Eminem been said it and everybody else, but you right. know what I mean? it's still I, you know, the way I said it in uh you you know what it meant, it, it, you know what I mean. It was it was very much how I was feeling at that time, man. Because that was just like, you know. That's the beauty of the music. That my shit, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like these people, like, damn. You know what I mean? But like now <laughs> I'm, I'm in completely juxtaposed position where I right. am in close proximity to the family and I love having them around. Yeah, man. It's and, probably because probably they're black people. Well, the, so we, we we are our tribe. We're very accepting people. Like it, it, it is so funny, man. Everybody I know, I have a lot of you know friends, and I I've told you this before. My friends are like Rainbow Coalition from ever because I I just get along with cool people. I've, I'll have like you'll see me, and I'll be at an EDM bar with like a transgender person, like. Two well, I know. Ads. I've seen. I've seen everybody on your channel, bro. Everybody, bro. It is everybody. just like every. It, I'm just like I'm a vibe person. I'm like, if you're cool. I rock with you. I always. Yeah, say, I'm. I'm the same way, man. Yeah, I'm, same I'm, way, I'm like, there's two people in this world: assholes and not. That's re that's really the way. Like you're a core, and I'm an asshole. But I, I'm I'm talking about like asshole where you're like. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, but like same. not an asshole. Where I'm like, well. Women shouldn't have the right to have their body. That type of asshole, like you know, like, like I'm an asshole that I don't, I don't have a problem telling you exactly how I feel about you, straight to your face, straight to your face, and and, and, you, and honestly, that is like, you know what I mean? I, I I feel I feel like this is something that I struggle with because I will tell people exactly how I feel uncensored in the moment. And, you know, you know, there's something about being extreme and saying shit that you don't mean, but also you be trying to get your point across. You know what I mean? But for some people yeah. that are just like, they can't handle that realness. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Some, game, some people cannot handle that realness. You know, I always tell people. When I'm like, go on. No, I, I always tell people. When they say, "Oh, I said something I didn't mean," no, I probably meant it, but at the same time, I may not mean it anymore. We we all have that right. We're different beings from second to second. We're not this stagnant human being. We shouldn't be expected to be the same person. Yeah, stimuli just like any living organism impacts that organism, and the organism's natural reaction. Is to do what I have to do to survive. That's it, and that's from emotional trauma, physical trauma, yeah, whatever you know, it may be. Um, you know, you have the a defense response for a lot of things, and, and that's all it is. So I tell people like, don't judge people from their defense response. Their first response is how they've learned to defend themselves. Dude, I'd be saying some extreme shit. Like I'm, I'm how you would imagine Johnny Raps would be if somebody pissed them off. But I'm not that. I'm not that way at work. That's right. a problem. That's a problem. That's the real problem is because 
you know, I have this nine to five, folks. You know what I'm saying? And um, part-time I, rapper. I do like I part-time rapper. I do like my nine to five. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm honestly going not going to front on it. Will I get out of it ever? Yes. Because I have to if I want to tour the world and, and be the Johnny Raps that I was meant to be, then of course I have to. Um, you out, you outgrow it. You know, yeah. outgrow that. And right. uh, you know, but I'm learning such valuable business um, skills, administrative skills. Like, you know, I work for a giant, like billionaire real estate development company so and i've worked for accountants and i've worked for like i've not i've been an artist the whole time too right you know right. before i was a rapper i was a career actor in right. regional theater in philadelphia doing shakespeare and stuff like that you know what i mean i've always been a verbal linguistic but i've always just been um like learning more skills and learning yeah. more um like marketable skills so that I always have something to fall back on. But it's gonna get to a point where I ain't I ain't gonna wanna have nothing to fall back on anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm 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 edging towards that. And like the more I learn these skills and the more I climb the ladder, you know what I mean? Because I get bread, bro. Like, I'm not bullshitting, bro. In my nine to five, like, you know, people want to talk about, you know, drug dealing and not the fucking nine to five and shit. Like, dude, I almost make, I'm not going to. I'm sorry for anybody I'm working with that watches this, bro, and I'm not trying to brag, but I almost make 50 bucks an hour, dude. Do it being, being a customer service manager. So front on whoever the fuck you want to front on, bro. But this, 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 right here, this right here is what is going to take me to the next level. Because this is what has given me the money to, you know, live a comfortable lifestyle while I am also building my budget and sponsoring my music and shit. Yo, like, yo, my videos are fucking fresh, bro. Right. Talk you your that, shit. You think that shit is cheap, bro? Talk your shit, Johnny. I love it. I love it. And I, but honestly... And I got good deals, bro. Like, like, you know, my boy Mike, like, he, you know, we work together, like, he works for me virtually pro bono because of the work that I did on Shithead. And I'm sure there's gonna, like, one day, one day I'm just gonna fully be able to give him what he deserves. You know what I mean? I'm never going to stop working with him. I love him to death. He is like probably my best friend ever. Um, no, nah, my best friend ever is Chad from Blairsville. But like Mike is way up there. There's so, there's so many best friends. How do you how do you determine best friends, Mars? 
It's a great question, Johnny Rat. So best friend is actually just a category. You do not have one specific best friend. You can't. It's a ranking. It's just like the military. You know, you start off as a private. So that's like, oh, that's an associate. An associate is a private. Like, you're in the armed forces here, but you ain't got really much rank. You can't tell anybody what to do. You're not going to help an associate move. If an associate asks you to move, you're like, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, you got too much dip on your chip. Calm the fuck down. That's not what we're doing here. So then you go from associate to a friend. A friend is someone that you rock with. If they pick up the phone, you'll actually pick it up. You're not going to, you know, let it go. go, You know, you're like, hey, what's up? That's a friend. This person, exactly. This person you would rock with, you would, uh, if if you had to fight with. you excited to talk to them, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And if you had to form the Avengers. You had to form the Avengers, this person, that they get the call. They may not be leading the group, but they get the call. And then best friend is a category. This is, if we're associating the superhero, this is this is your Batman and Robin right here. This is person knows where the body is at. But you can have multiple people that, that know where the body is at. This is the yeah, you mean you got the whole team, you know? You got the whole team, you know? It's Robin, more it's important than Alfred. Not just, it's Dick Gray, but it's Alfred, it's Dick Grayson. It's, it's Dick Grayson, Dick, it's Barbara Dick Gordon. They're, they're all best friends. Yeah, they're all nuts. Damien, you know, Jason Flavian, Mavian, and Shmavian. There's a million people. So they're all best friends, if you will. They're all super friends, if you will. That is a category. So, yeah, you can have multiple best friends for sure. Okay. I just wanted to check with you on that. Now I'm just off, completely off the beaten road of what we were even talking about. I don't even remember. What you were asking me, bro? No, we we were Sorry. talking. No, no, bro. I, I'll chop it up. So we were talking about um education, the project. We and, don't need no education. Is he dead? Is Neil Diamond dead? Huh? Is Neil Diamond dead? Neil Diamond? Yeah. Is he dead? I feel like he's. Dead. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just had a random high moment where you're like, "Dude, that sound like Neil Diamond." It did. It, it did. That sound like Neil Diamond. I would assume he would be dead. He's probably mad old, but you know that's that's Pink Floyd. And we actually on the low, on the low, on the low. If we get sued, I want you to take this out of the episode, please. <laughs> you can okay. leave it until we get sued. But there's there's a there's a sample from education in education, or not 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 educate. There's a sample from the wall. In, in, the, in the actual song education or the education yes. in the song education or education. Go. There's a sample from Pink Floyd's Wall. That's why it's education because it's the part that education. Education. But you hear it very like you know, it's all very distorted in the background right. and shit. And we also have a um we we put a sting sample in there. I'm totally incriminating myself by saying all this. We'll 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 just edit this entire section out and then we'll skip 
Whatever, whatever, bro. I don't like, you know what I mean? I I don't want you to get, because I love the album, man. I want people to be able to stream that shit. Yeah, I hear you. you But I don't know if you knew this. No, no. See, I, and it's so funny because I listen to music in um, three different levels. So my first level is passing. That's if I put something on the TV uh, speaker or whatever. For me, I I I gotta get a headphone listen if I'm really really rocking with something. Um, then there's like in the car, but usually I'm having conversation on cars. So unless I'm driving myself, but when I really 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 want to consume something where I'm just engulfed, turn off the lights, smoke me a J, put on my headphones, and I have these uh, massage things that I put on my eyes. And I just space out, and I listen to education three times. The first three night, times. The first night it dropped. The first because it's only six songs, so that, it was. A you might have you listened to it before I listened to it when it was published. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, I listened to it a million times before right. it even came out. But I was waiting for it to come out that night, and it didn't drop on Spotify. I listened to it. I don't know what you listen to title, right? Title. Right. Yeah, I was listening to Spotify. Did it come out right at midnight on Tidal? Yeah, Tidal was immediate. And I always rock with Tidal. They're always immediate. They're, Spotify, their shit didn't come out. And I was just like there, and I fell asleep. I fell asleep at like one thirty. My shit wasn't still out. And, uh, yeah, I fell asleep and then wake up, woke up to the album being there and was real excited. So you listened yeah. to that shit before I ever did, bro. Yeah, man, but I, I love it because title has the hi-fi um, where so it, it's high fidelity and you can hear like I, I love the distorted sounds, man. Was it, it and it was the same producer for all six tracks, right? Well, no, um, Rob produced uh, the the last five tracks. The first track actually was produced. By my homeboy Dre Hayes. What up, Dre? That's what you say in the opening. Yeah, Dre Hayes grew up in my uh, hometown of Blairsville. He's um, actually produced many of my songs. I don't, I don't work with many producers. You know what I mean? Like you as far as producers go, like on my on the shit that I've released, I have there's three beat beat makers. Right. There's there's Rob, there's Dre Hayes, and then on that one song, Restless, right. I uh, did it with this dude, Mad Beats, um, who is actually uh, Mr. Cheek's brother. Okay, shout out to the Lost Boys, shout out to yeah. Mr. Cheeks, man. For those yeah, I never met Mr. Cheeks, but Mad Beats is the shit, bro. So, you know, I know your brother must be the shit. I love you, Mad Beats. Um you know, we had a good time doing that song. I haven't seen him since, honestly, except for on Instagram. But, uh, you know, he he live up in Connecticut and stuff. He got his own studio up there, you know. But he came down for a weekend, and we did this dope song, and it was a really fucking cool experience, you know. And that was so, Chocolate Starfish? That was, that was uh, no, no, that was Restless. That was on, that's okay, on the John right. Smith. On the John Smith, okay. All so right. Dre, Dre Hayes is Chocolate Starfish, and Dre Hayes has done a, a, a lot of my beats, really. Like, um, starting from the beginning, like, I just, like, 
started buying beats from him because I was like, dude, he's really dope. He's my fucking homeboy. You know what I mean? Like, he grew up in Blairsville. He's fucking... But, like, besides all that, like, his shit's hard. You know what I mean? And it's so I was just hard. like... Yeah, I was I just, just like... He sounds like RZA, man. He he gives me, like, that RZA influence. It's so dope. Yeah. It's all unique. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got this one beat. I, if you heard it, you told, like, it's RZA to the max, bro. This one beat I have is so Wu-Tangy. We almost, we almost recorded the shit we did to Chocolate Starfish on this other track. But then I played the Chocolate Starfish beat. Because we were just going through the Dre Hayes folder that I have. Right, right. Because right. like, I just accumulate beats from him. When he when he does put something that I fucking really love, dude, I just buy it from him. You know what I mean? And he's done custom beats for me. Um, the, the first song on the John Smith EP, uh, White People. Um, it's my fault, white people. Right. Uh... I wrote that song listening uh, to Mob Deep. And what fucking Mob Deep song was it, bro? God, there's a war going on outside. Man, is safe from. What the fuck is that one? Shook ones? Huh? Shook ones? <laughs> No, it's not Shook Quiet Storm. Uh, huh? Quiet Storm. It's a war going on outside. No one is safe from uh, it's Quiet Storm, right? Doom, do, 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 do. No. Hold up, man. Hold up. Let me just. I gotta. I can't sound like an idiot when I'm talking about my shit here. I just. You know, when you be high and you just forget the fucking survival of the fittest, bro. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> yes. Hold on, I'm about to pull. Survival of the fittest. You gonna play? Yes. Yeah, man. I wish I could spell, bro. This is what. Hold on. All right. This was my this was my song for 2020 and 2021, bro. I'm talk over this so they don't mess up my monetization. You hear it? Mm. No, crank it, bro. Hold on. Higher. Oh, you know what? I think I got to share. Hold on. This fucking shit's dead. Hear it now? Yeah. Shout out to Pete. How young they are, bro. They look like kids, bro. They were like 17 when they were kids, bro. I'm like, look how young they were. You're like, no, they were literally like kids. They were like 17 years old. Wow, man. That's art, man. That's dope. I'm just some fucking 30 something year old punk trying to just like. Like mimic the greatness that they fucking established. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, no, I man, it's not even mimic, man. Really? You got real soul in your shit, man. And and like I said, I don't gas anyone up on the show. You know, I, it is what it is. I call it 
uh, that's probably my biggest flaw is that I, I can't lie. Not because um, I'm super moral or whatever. It's just like it's an, it, it takes effort that I don't have <laughs> to just lie to, to anything. So it's just like you, you, all the greats, all great artists, all great athletes, all great actors are a composite of their influences. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's a mimic. Every single, you look at Kobe, you see Jordan, you see Dr. J, you see George Gervin, you see, you know, Oscar well, that's, that's what I want people to hear in my music is and all you, my influences shining through, um, despite the fact that I'm white and corny automatically. <laughs> like it can't be helped. Dude, you know no, I mean? man, that that trust me, that is that even in hip hop. Hip hop, you know, I don't think we've ever talked about that on the show. You know, every white rapper, they always ask, you know, do you feel it's a handicap? Uh, and probably in in the only industry, hip hop, where it's probably a handicap or whatever. But as soon as you spit, that's what I like. Like, if you sucked, it'd be a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd, of course. Of course. Be, I'm different. You know what I mean? It'd be a problem. You're different because that's... Well, I got my style. Yeah, but when you Fine-tuned it over a matter of years. Right. But when you spit, it's like, yo, no, this dude is a hip-hop aficionado. You know, you can tell, you know underground stuff that hip-hop heads don't know about and you know and you and you're from the golden era so you're automatically stamped because you can hear it in what we hear today 99 percent of it and i hate to say it i i get i get so many emails messages hey can you shout out this song and i'm just like oh it's yeah. But it's garbage, dude. It's, gar it's, it's garbage. It sounds the same, man. I can't do it, man. I have, I have an No, old school hip hop, dude. I honestly think that old school hip hop is coming back. Like that, that it flavor. It may yeah, not no. like reignite in the same way. It may not reignite in the way that I want it to reignite. I would love to try to do that. Um, you know, that's the, that's. You know, that's where I'm trying to go with, really. Um, even though my solo album might contradict that a little bit because, like, the bars in my solo album are, like, in a lot of it, it's it's simple. Like, there's some songs where I'm spitting verses, but there's some songs in this, in this new part-time album, part-time rapper album, the full-length album, my first full-length LP, which is going to come out on 4th of July. Um... Yeah, Whew. this shit was just all recorded back in like 2018, 2019, and I didn't put it out because I really wanted to do like a bunch of videos with it and stuff. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 simpler, but it's it comes from a point where like me and Rob, like right out the gate, we started recording a lot of shit where I was just like MC and bars and bars upon bars and bars, but it wasn't actually refined. Right. You know what I mean? And we were still like, you know, finding our jive together and stuff. 
Um, we work together very well from the beginning, but they, they say you have to, you know, like record at least, um, how many songs did they say you have to record? Like 25, right? I, I thought it was 25 songs before you get your signature sound. You get your signature sound. Yeah. So all so the greats, Quincy and Michael, it took them like two albums essentially before you were like, okay, this is Quincy and Michael. Yeah. Um, and same thing with any uh, artist that has a, a, that work together, you know. Yeah. Rick Rubin worked with all the BC Boys a lot. He worked with Johnny Cash a lot, and, and they develop a, a signature sound with each artist. Yeah, exactly. Like Dr. Dre and Eminem sounds different than Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Right. Or Dr. Dre um, and 50 Cent. Yeah, so, you know, we worked at, like, on the actually publishing end of things, I guess we are at that number of songs, pretty much. On my catalog, we're getting close to it, me and Rob, for what we've released. So I guess it is, like, fully evolving with education, because I'm just, I've never been prouder of anything in my life, probably. Um... That said, you know, we we started out the gate with, you know, me just, I, it was bars, bro. I had written tablets for years that I never did anything with except for, like, spit at dumbass college parties and stuff. And I would spit ODB style. I would rap with fucking, like, uh, I would rap with fucking hippie jam bands at like basement college parties at Indiana University of Pennsylvania where I went I would just like somebody would be like Johnny like we got a mic and I would go there and <laughs> they'd be like you know they were doing their hippie songs and then eventually the the vocalist would bail out and I would just jump on the mic and just start ha ha and then like just do some of my rhymes and stuff but I had tablets of this shit I never had hooks right and so you know like after recording a lot with Rob like and I did some shit that I had some hooks but they weren't good but Rob was just like you need to learn how to do hooks bro right so it's what makes a song a song it's what yes. makes the, the I went music. in on hooks and um, part-time rapper is an album full of fucking hooks. Right. It's got bars. In some songs, it's got bars. But I also have, like, a song that's a minute and 15 seconds long. Right. And right. it is very close to just, like, the hook being over and over. But it is fucking dope. And the video is dope. Another level. Another level. Another level. And you're going to see it next month after Part-Time Rapper, the full-length LP. The first full-length LP from John E. Raps Drops. Same. Man, so it, it's the summer of rap. So we're, we're starting off. It's the summer of raps. 
It's the summer of rap. Say that summer shit, raps. man. That's the affirmation. Say it. It's the summer, summer of, of raps. Of raps. And we're starting off the summer. We're getting one, right when the cookout time, right? The Memorial Day. Right when the cookout time, we drop education. We 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 get them, we get them ready. We get them, damn, like, yo, that burger was good, but now it's getting hot. Now we need the seafood for those down south. We need the crabs, and that's that's what. We need the crabs. Oh man, there's so many sound bites here that are just gonna be used against crabs. Me. We need the crabs. We, it's just gonna be used crabs. against me. Crabs. But um, we need it. We need it. We need. So we crabs. have the first full length album, and, and like I said, it's 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 a perfect album because it's a TikTok generation for the commercial side. It is a business. It's good music, but if you have a song a minute fifteen. It, it's funny as I start going back and I'm I'm making beats and I'm buying beats and I'm I'm accumulating and I'm doing a thing back in the artist bag and and remembering how to compo- put together songs after not doing it for so long. So I respect you having that vibe with your producer, but also you know you have to have an ear too because you know what everything sounds uniquely you. Um, on whatever beat you write. So that, that shows that you're a real artist because you can hear that finding your identity is something that's very hard to do. Well, I've studied, I've studied music and performance, live performance and theater um, my entire life. So like it is, you know, on a record, it's pretty much a combination of, you know, musical elements, musical elements, like math is so important in it. Right. You know, if you saw my, if you saw my notes, if you saw my lyrics, the way that I have them written down on the page or in my notes on my fucking iPhone, like you would see like numbers and stuff because I'm, I'm counting the bars and, you know, all slashes and all of that shit. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting down like, <laughs> beautiful like, mind where the numbers are just, I, I might put that mime on the I'm not doing here. the lines. I'm not doing the lines <laughs> with the, you know, um, I'm not writing like fucking orchestral music or anything, which is also something that I've, I've studied my entire life as well. You know what I mean? Like I played a saxophone starting when I was in fourth grade. So I learned how to read music. And I've done, you know, musical theater. That's how I was introduced to acting, um, which is definitely something that I hope, you know, this rap thing leads me back into that in a way that I want it to be. Because that's kind of the thing is like, I mean, I did that for over 10 years and then I left it because honestly, like, I just didn't feel comfortable being myself there. Right. You know, like I wasn't making my own shit. When I had, I I worked with my own sketch comedy group that I formed over many years in Philly. And, and, and I felt very comfortable being myself there. Um, you know, multiple things happened in my life that drew me away from that and into, you know, honestly, it wasn't 
like, yeah, having my own sketch comedy group in Philly wasn't fucking lucrative. Right. So I had to go through, try, try to do bigger shows and stuff like that. Um, but ultimately, you know, I, I did not feel myself in it. And so, like, New York was such a big transition. And I think instinctively I just took the, the opportunity to really just, you know, I, I hit rock bottom, bro. So I just, like, manifested my own shit, I think. You know, I was just like, I had nothing else, and I was just like, I'm just going to do what I love and walk around Brooklyn and drink and, and write raps. And drink and smoke and write raps, and then I met Rob, you know what I mean? So... I mean, everything, and I, and I think for a lot of us, especially, I, I call them, um, you know, meat meal has dream chasers, uh, but a lot of us are dream deniers. And we let other people's opinions impose that, oh, you can't follow this particular dream. You can't chase this particular path. You can't do this. You won't be successful. You don't have this look. You don't have this ability. You're not tall enough. You're not small enough. You don't. And so a lot of us say, all right, this is what I really want to do, but there's so many barriers. I can't do that. So let me see what's the other path. So some people decide to get the nine to five, you know, part-time rapper. I do the same thing. I, most of us, uh, creatives are, don't sustain ourselves just simply on what we do to create. Um, I, I had no other option at that time. It was like that or be homeless. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's just like a reality that so many, there's so many creators that I've interviewed that have at this point accumulated millions of streams. And it sounds like, Oh, millions of streams. And you're like, no, dude, that's like 1200 bucks, dude. Twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> Twelve hundred yeah. bucks. You really and have to be slaying it to like. You really have to be like if you're just making. Or it. you have to just be willing to take <clears throat> hits, man. You have to like really love it that much to just like not give a fuck about your lifestyle. But I'm right. 36, man, and I'm not living lavish, bro. But like, I want to enjoy all the things. Yeah, I need. I need to have cable. That's why I got a shelf full of Ninja Turtles behind me. Listen, bro, look at this shit, dude. I can't wait. I, I've been waiting to show you this shit, bro. I ordered this shit from NECA uh, back in December, bro. It just came. The Mouser pack. The Mousers. Oh, man. Remember those on the video game, bro? How hard they were. There's so many of them in here. There's those broken ones. That's dope. So you can have the turtle like turtles like breaking them and shit, dude. I'm gonna set up so much cool dioramas, bro. You don't understand. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, dude. You should take photos, man, and just have a whole page of fight scenes. With oh yeah, turtles. dude. Dioramas. That's that's yeah. what that's what adults do with their figures now. That's what these are made for. I got this whole glass case behind me that I need to build. That's what that that's what that cardboard built box is. 
Hell I yeah. I got lights to put in there. Then I'm gonna build dioramas with all these motherfuckers and dude and I got like I got like I got like seven other pre orders coming. Over the next year I got all the all the secret of the ooze shit coming, bro. Yo, film yourself making it, time lapse it. That's content for your page, bro. Dude. You you know how many turtle fans would watch you making that diorama? I'd watch it. Look like Killmonger. Um, I'm an angry bro, bro. I'm an angry man, bro. Hey, man. Vent to I went, off, I went off on my mom's, bro. Damn, man. We we can't do the real Eminem. We can't we can't have you doing that, man. Talk about it, man. And shout out to the moms. Shout Not out to the real Eminem. My mom is way, 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 way better than Eminem's mom ever was. Exactly. Bro, but like. Um, you know, my parents are mad old, actually. You know, they were born in the, the 1940s. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're old there in the 70s and shit, man. And like, you know, they've always supported me throughout my artistic shit, man. And it's just like once now that I'm finally doing something that I really, really love and that I feel was like part of my essence and stuff like they just don't get it you know what i mean right um you know like there's this thing well but like my, like my dad doesn't get it but he he's not hating right but like you know my mom just like makes all these underhand underhanded statements man it's just been like something that's festering in me because she just like I don't know, like, tells me stories about people who in my, like, you know, little hometown. I've come from a little hometown of Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, if anybody listens to my stuff there, man, like, that's amazing to me. Like, I'm doing it for them, bro. Absolutely. You're repping. You know, like, in my, in my next album, you're going to hear Buster Rhyme shout out my hometown of Blairsville. No other. That's never happened. That's a, that's a legend in the game. Shouting out the town of how many people? I don't know how many people. Fifteen thousand. This is a very small population, but that doesn't matter. It's just it's where I'm from, and I love where I'm from. You know what that's I mean? Huge, like, man. You know, people be coming up to her and be like, "Yeah, I listen to Johnny's music. I really liked it and stuff." And she's like, telling me about how she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry." Um, she just doesn't get it. And, um, you know, maybe that sound stupid. She, she be joking and stuff and I probably shouldn't take it serious. I probably shouldn't take things like that personal. You know what I mean? But it's just been this, it's this awkward thing ever since I started doing the rap thing or like, you know what I mean? They don't, or shithead, you know what I mean? Have you seen Shithead? Yeah, man. I've seen it three times. You sent it to me, which was dope. And then I watched it on Tubi. 
and then I watched it on Amazon. So I've watched it three times. Did a review. Super dope, man. It's super you know I mean? it's the stuff. It's the stuff that I'm most proud of that they hate. It's amazing. You know I mean? And how many people can say <clears throat> that they've starred in a motion picture? Dude, that's a huge accomplishment, man. That That's something to be super proud of, but that's parents, man. Your your mom might be related to my mom. I knew I, knew I felt like we had a bond, bro, because that that's when you my you say your parents born in the forties. Forties. My dad was born in nineteen fifty, so he's seventy one. And then my mom, whose birthday is today, shout out, mom, happy birthday. <clears throat> she just she just turned sixty. Shout out, Mama Mars. Just turned sixty nine today, so she she's close to her seventies, and um, I love my mom to death. I you know I just bought her a brand new computer, so hopefully you can start watching my programming, mom. That will mean a lot to me. Um, but uh, they 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 people that are born in the forties fifties. That's literally the boomers, dude. That they're they're the boomers, man. They they're they're the they're from a generation where you could, if you went to college, oh my god, you could be a manager at a plant and have have a beautiful white picket fence on the cul-de-sac. Those yeah. days are gone. They they greet their generation mess it mess it up for us, man. Like exactly, oh, to suck my dick. That, that's ultimately what at the end of the day they have to understand like I was telling my mom you know about some issues I was hey mom I'm gonna take some mental health time for mental health and she kind of just gave me the you know suck it up you know but they they don't come from a generation of therapy and I'm like that's why you, you we also con- weren't constantly fucking bombarded by uh, like just fucking like stimuli. Stim- yeah, exactly. That's the exact word. Stimuli. Like you're just all constantly stimulated by everything around you. You know where where they grew up. There wasn't as many fucking people, man, and there wasn't as much technology. And you know, yeah, man, I mean, my dick, man. That's the whole thing. I'm just listen, bro. Listen. Yeah, I feel you, bro. I feel you, man. I feel you a hundred percent. It it and it's and that's one thing, and it's and it's no uh offense out there, but you, you gotta realize it is rough, especially for a male in this this time. And it's not a shout out to, to women, shout out to people of all genders. It's not saying that uh, uh one person's challenge is any greater than another because we all ride our own horse we're all on our own path and all of our horses go over different types of roads some people have smooth roads some people have bumpy roads tis is life not complaining but the judgment that's what i have a problem that we have to just stop as just people we have to stop judging people period all of life's ills are because somebody has judged someone that they have no right to judge. My man's hat shows who who could could judge, but none of us are him. So in that respect, 
who are we to judge anybody's path on this life? Just be supportive. That's what the den is all about. Just be supportive, man. Dreams and nightmares. That's what it means. Dreams and nightmares. So if somebody has a dream, support them on their dream. Rock with them. Help them do it. And if you don't have anything to say, then as you said, shut the F up. If you don't have anything nice to say, it's just don't say anything. It's so easy. It's easier to not say anything. It's true. It's true. And that's what I told my moms. So simple. I said, I said if you don't going to be supportive, stay off my page. Just don't Listen, man. Also, here's the irony. is just like, I, like it's, it, it is part of being uh, a Christian to be confused about your Christianity, to question it. You know what I mean? That's part of it. Right? And so sometimes I wear this hat with honesty and sometimes I wear it with pure irony because of, again, the resentment of how I was brought up. 